You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams and joined by Landry Holmes. Hello, Delany. Hey, Landry, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just can't wait to talk about disobedience today. I know, right? So that was a great segue into what our title is. We're going to be talking about Unit 6, Session 2, and it's Moses Disobeyed God. And so we're going to continue to be in the book of Numbers, and so we'll be in Numbers chapter 20. When we think about the big idea of this session, think about even the most famous leaders in the Bible were still sinners and in need of a Savior. Moses disobeyed God. You know, Moses responded to the people in anger and impatience. That trusting and obeying God is important, not just because it's best for us, but also because it leads others to see who God is and worship him as holy. And so as we think now to the next part of our podcast, when we talk about what are some of the activities that may need a little extra prep time, I'll start with our babies and toddlers later guide. And so they are going to be doing an activity called Make Rock Stamp Art. And so as a reminder, we wanna make sure that these rocks aren't too small that where they would want to put them in their mouth. Um, You also have to remember that they're going to be picking them up to stamp. So you can't have them, you know, too large to where they're not able to pick them up. And so, Something you may want to think about is about the size of their palm would work well, or maybe a little smaller, but that would be something that they would be able to grasp onto and then use in this activity. Also, there's an activity called rock quarry, where with this one, it's also going to be better to have even larger stones than what you're going to be using in the make rock stamp art. And so that will help them during this activity as well. So then we've talked about babies and toddlers. Now moving to older preschool, there were some activities I wanted to highlight. Landry, this week, they are pretending to camp in older preschool. I know we've talked about, you know, a child-sized tent is a great investment if if teachers are able to, to have that. If not, they can use blankets or a bed sheet or something like that to make their tent. And again, just remember that an adult does not need to be alone in the tent with preschoolers and make sure that preschoolers are visible at all times. You know, Delaney, you mentioned about the tent. I mean, kids love playing in tents. Preschoolers especially love tents. And we are talking about tents a lot because of uh, the nomadic nature of this period of time um, of the Israelite history. And the one way to to vary it up is really what we've been talking about. You know, maybe one time you do have a child-sized pop-up tent. Maybe the next week you might have blankets or sheets over a table. The next week, maybe you have somebody at your church that loaned you their beach shelter tent. You know, so you can vary it up. Kids will not get tired of having a tent activity. I guarantee you they will not. And if they do say, 
tell me. If they do say, oh, we've done this before, it gives you a op great opportunity to talk about why you're using it this week. And besides that, they would only say that to trip you up anyway. Right. And, you know, and I appreciate you mentioning those different ideas for tents because, too, especially with this, sometimes it calls like this week, it's older preschool, maybe two weeks ago or three weeks, however many weeks, sessions ago, it was babies and toddlers or either younger preschool. And so maybe you might not have one of those tents that you mentioned, but maybe another teacher that teaches a different age group that used it a couple of weeks ago may have it for that activity. So this also gives an opportunity to share the resources with other teachers that you have. It's great. So yes, they enjoy pretending to camp. And so they're going to be doing it in older preschool this week. Um, also, they're going to be examining rocks. And so one of the options is to break open geodes. This is something. If hey, wait a minute. Break open a what? A geode. I was going to say, if, if you aren't familiar with that, that'd be something to do a quick online search about that. Okay. You, how, do you, how do you spell that, Delaney? G-E-O-D-E. -E. And it's G. Okay. okay, I'm going to go have to look that up. There you go. And so you can even find them inexpensively online if, you, if you're able to purchase them. It would be a fun addition if, you're, if your budget does allow for that. Just one hint, one tip for this is to be sure to wrap the geode in a towel before breaking it to avoid any flying pieces. And you know, one other little thing you may even want to think about doing the, some plastic glasses or little plastic goggles for the preschoolers, they love anything with that where they can put on different goggles. I mean, you could even maybe use swim goggles or something like that, just eye protection for them. Also, they during this session for older preschool, they are going to make a cup. And so this involves paper mache. So it's going to be messy and it's going to require some prep time but it is definitely worth all the memories that will be made. Preschoolers definitely will not forget this story. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Kids learn through opportunities to get messy. They enjoy those, those activities. And so really want to encourage our, our teachers to provide those activities if you're able to, because a lot of them, they, they don't get those opportunities to do things like paper mache. And I mean, I still remember doing paper mache as a child. And so it's something that's different and it's unique. And so it, it's going to be a lot of fun for our older preschoolers as well this week. And so those were the activities I wanted to highlight for preschool resources for this session. And Landry, if you'll go ahead and talk about our kids activities. I want to talk about activity choice option two and younger kids leader guide for Bible study. And when you first look at this, looked at this or look at it, you may think, what? It's uh, called Crime and Punishment. Now, it's set up to be a fun game to point kids to a more serious subject, and that is there are consequences for doing things that are against the law. There are consequences for doing illegal things. There are consequences for disobeying God. Part of the game is you're making up some, some uh, silly laws and actually you can look up online you can look up some obscure laws as well that people have visited in years but you know they're 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 kind of 
they're kind of funny when you read them now because like they were written two centuries ago and, <laughs> and now you're you're looking at it and saying why do they have that law but on a more serious note if you have kids in your ministry who have loved ones parents uncles aunts brother sister who are incarcerated you might just not even want to do this activity um, I would still figure out a way to teach about consequences, but having a loved one in jail is a real thing for, for some kids. So if that is the case in, at your church or you're just not sure, I'd suggest you adapt the activity or, or even avoid the activity. You know, we give you another option to do. So just be sensitive to that. I know in my own church, there have been kids who've come, who had a parent who was incarcerated. And so if I were to do this activity, you know, I would adapt it or just not do it because of the sensitive nature of that. Then also in older kids, there's a session starter called Hidden Messages. And I think just recently, Delaney, you talked about this resistance painting. Is that how you call it? Resistant, resistance crayon resistant. How did you say that? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like a crayon resist. Type. Resist. Yes. So Sorry, resistant, resist. It's the same. There you go. <laughs> or we could just say hidden messages, like we say in the leader guide for older kids. It will require some prep, cut out the paper in rock shapes, and then to use a white crayon to write some words on there so that when they brush over it with watercolor, it will reveal it. And I, I, I've discovered with these kind of activities, a little bit wider brush than what comes in most watercolor kits work better because you're trying to make some wide swaths of paint across it. So you might just consider, you know, a brush that's maybe a, a quarter of an inch to a half inch wide makes it a little bit more interesting because even older kids, if they have to use a really small brush and they're painting, 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 they might get tired of trying to find the hidden message before they find the hidden message. And then I have, do have something I want to mention in the midweek for kids. There's an activity to interview a deacon from your church and you just want to line up that guest before the session. Your church may not have deacons. Uh, if not, uh, just ask someone else who serves in your church as a leader, as a volunteer leader, or even as a, a paid staff member for that interview activity. And finally, in midweek, there's an activity of packing blessing bags. And just consider contacting families ahead of time before the session so that they can go ahead and bring some specific items our donations for the bags, and that'll make the activity go a little better and be more, be more successful. So tell me what excites you about this session. You know, I think about with this session, especially this gives us a good opportunity to talk with boys and girls about the importance of obeying God. We all disobey God. And so as you talk with the boys and girls, help them personalize it for kids, help them see concrete examples of what sin could be at their age. And then that helps them not only know, but understand and apply that, okay, this is how I sin. This is a wrong choice that I've made. And then help them understand how those wrong choices 
are disobeying God. And so help them to see the importance of obeying God. You know, Moses disobeyed God and he had a consequence because of that. But at the same time, we also see that God is a God of mercy and grace and forgives us. So I think it's also important as we're talking about the importance of obeying God, but also making sure they understand that, yes, we all disobey God, but also tell them that God is a God of mercy and grace and he forgives us. Let them know and understand that as well, I think is really important. And so those are some of the things I'm, I'm excited about. How about you? Well, that's, that's really good, Delaney. I could just say what, Del, what Delaney said. I would like to add for school-aged children that we can help them begin to understand that disobeying God is more than doing an action, doing something that is against his teaching and against what the Bible teaches, against uh, what God wants us to do. Sometimes it's a thought. It's an attitude. Sometimes it's not doing something that we should do that is disobeying God. If God wants us to do something and we don't do it, that is also disobeying God. And even more than that, I want to help elementary kids understand that obedience should be a natural response to God's love for us. God loves us. God loved us so much. He sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sin. And that should drive our desire to obey God because of his love for us. And we love him because of his love for, for us. And that's kind of a hard concept. But Delaney, I know our goal is not to raise up rule followers. Our goal is to raise up God followers, Jesus followers. So because of that love we have for God because of our desire to follow Jesus, that's where obedience comes. It comes naturally then. Yes, are we still going to mess up? Sure, I mess up every day. But I want kids to understand that their primary motivation for obeying God is God's love, our response to God's love, not the fear of getting caught and being punished, but yet because we want to please God, because we love God, because God loves us. It's a great word, Landry, and all of how you said, helping them understand, too, why we want to obey, why we want to obey God, and that's response to his love, and so important for them to grasp that, also to help them understand that foundationally, so then, as we grow older, I think, you know, a lot of adults, we need to be reminded of that, too, not just being caught, not just because of the consequence, but because we love God, in response to his love, that's why we went to obey him. Okay, now you're meddling, Delany. Well, hey, I'm talking to myself as well. So, you know. So that means that I'm not supposed to break the speed limit because I love God, not because I'm afraid I'm going to get caught. If th that can be your interpretation, yes, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to play the role of the Holy Spirit in your life, Landry. Okay, all right, Delany. You, you are a wise person. So, yeah. <laughs> So there you go. So listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids and Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. 
For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.